Save a turtle. Did you know that when they burrow in the mud to hibernate, they can still breathe out of their butts? Was this Foreman's Fun Facts? I learned that at the Springwater okay. Conservation Area one year. From Ranger M? It was from Ranger M. <laughs> I didn't know that, actually. I did either. They breathe, in, they breathe their butts in the mud? Pardon? They the butts breathe. are in the mud and they no, breathe their out whole, of their butts. <laughs> their whole bodies in the their mud. Their butts stick out? But they can... They can still live. They can breathe through their... They can breathe. Yeah. They find oxygen in the mud? Well, they can breathe through their butt as opposed to human beings who... Can't. Can't. Yeah. But I don't burrow in the mud. We only breathe out through our butts. Well, they wouldn't need to breathe through their butts if they didn't burrow in the mud. Okay. We're trying to (laughs) save turtles, not make excuses for them. This is Due to Underwhelming Demand, the podcast with Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. Uh, perfect for your pool party, by the way, because we won't pee in your pool. We will not. No. No. We do, <laughs> do not, not want the hot. Yeah. We don't want to swim in it. No. Nope. We will not uh, pee in your pool. No, we will not do that. So yeah. You here can we invite are. us and we will find a toilet. And by the way, today's <laughs> podcast. Or grass. This podcast <laughs> is brought to you by the book Never Give Up. By Jan Everett. Okay. Which is celebrating its 10th anniversary as we speak. (gasps) Wow. As we, as this podcast is being released, and uh, we're going to tell you more about this very special book. Okay. A little later in the podcast. Oh, okay. Never Give Up by Jan Everett. Never Give Up. All right. I can't wait to learn more about it. Truly a book for children of all ages. That's right. It is. It is. Yeah. I actually just read it and it's very cute. It's really good. It's a cute book. It's a good book. Okay. It's the first, it's summer. It's not the first day of summer, but it's the first week as we're recording this, the first week of summer. Mm -hmm. Um, So my kids were off as of June 30th. I don't know. How late did your kids go to school, Foreman? June 30th. June 30th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so June 30th was the first day of, of summer vacation for us, and my husband took the day off. So the kids, he said, what are we going to do that day, you girls? Like, what do you want to do? They planned a whole day. For, for the first Jer- day of summer. For the first day of summer, because it okay. it's a big day. It was sure. a Friday. Oh, yeah. So Jeremy took the day off because it was a long weekend, so mm-hmm. he, could, he could make it an extra long weekend. Sure. They had a whole list planned out. And it was an exhausting day for him. So they wrote it all out like a week ahead. They were planning. The two of them were in, in, in cahoots about it. And they were kind of <laughs> keeping it from us. And then eventually, Julia knew that I was going to be working that day. Because when you're self-employed, you don't really take vacation. <laughs> so, unfortunately. Um, but it's okay. It's a good problem to have. So she showed me the list that she'd written out on her iPad uh, in her notes section. Because she... She, that's how she does it now, right? Mm-hmm. We don't write things on paper anymore. That's We just use our iPads for everything. So uh, number one was waking up in the morning and having breakfast in bed. They would get breakfast in bed from us, I guess. Oh, bad idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so that started the day. And yeah. I said, but you guys wake up earlier than we do. Like, you guys are usually up at 6 a.m. and we'll throw you a phone for another hour and then we'll get up. And she's like, well, we'll wait. We'll wait for you. And I'm like, okay, well, you wait for us. So that was um, number one. And number two was then they would come downstairs and it was just it was just called get us stuff. Okay. So number two on the list was get us stuff, which was just us fetching things. Nope. 
for okay. them. I'm not right. sure Terrible how idea. that's this... any different from regular life. Yeah, how is this any different yeah. than any other day? My whole life is just fetching things for them. That's right. But and, this was and, basically but, for dad. And it doesn't really get a whole lot better when they become teenagers, just no. letting you know. <laughs> it's just it does. get, get no. us stuff. Yeah. Mom and dad will give us breakfast in bed, and then they're going to get yeah. us things. Like, whatever. And I'm like, what do you mean, get us things? And she's like, "Like, we'll, we'll lie on the couch and have a bell. And I was like, no, that's no, we are not, not doing no. that. I, wow. am not, I am not your servant. I know you think that I am. Wow. Because that's your everyday life, but that's not happening. Okay. So See, we didn't quite we didn't I, quite get to that. I feel like they think it's their birthday, not the I first know. day of summer. What yeah. is that? I mean I don't really know why. Or, Dad gave them this carte blanc, like whatever you know, what do you guys sure. want to do? Yeah. And whatever or carte blanche. I don't know what it yeah, is. Carte blanche, yes. Blanche. Yeah, sure. Blanc is blanche. Like, blanche. <laughs> carte blanche. Anyway, so that, that was a different number kind two. of living situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number three was pool dash. Everyone has to. Everyone had to swim, okay. which didn't okay. happen. They swam, but we didn't. We didn't yeah. swim. I was. Well, working. Dad's gonna be too tired from fetching things all morning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he needs yeah. to sit. Wow, that's right. Was and it a was it a warm day? I don't even remember. I mean, was, was, uh, it, was yeah, it hot enough to swim? Was, I think okay. so. Okay. I think. That's well, good. they did go in the pool. Dad didn't go in the pool, and I didn't. So not everyone went in the pool. That's, okay. That didn't happen. All right. All breakfast right. in bed also didn't happen, but they did have breakfast on the couch. So that was kind of a co- compromise. Okay. All right. Once okay. everybody what was. What kind of breakfast do they have on the couch? Bowl of cereal. Like dry cereal is what they really don't eat very much. Like my. Kids. So breakfast in bed is really not that difficult. No, and we yeah. were kind of like, you're just gonna get crumbs in your bed, and then yeah. you have to sleep in it, and that's <laughs> then somebody has to wash the sheets, and who's that gonna be? Me? I just put a little plate of, of, of grains or pellets on the floor, <laughs> and they pick at it. Yeah, basically. Like I never have. Un- to be honest with you, that's a whole different topic. I've never understood why anybody wants breakfast in bed, and the reason I say yeah. that is if you've ever visited somebody in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> It's just. But at least at the hospital, they have the trays that go over the bed. They know like what they're actually, doing. And the, and the bed can sit up. Yeah. Like even when we do breakfast in bed for Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever, we will bring the dinner up, they bring the breakfast up to my husband, say Happy Father's Day, and then we all go down to the table and eat. Like yes. he brings it back down. Yeah, you don't want to eat in the bed. Why? Yeah, because it's because you can't. You can't yeah. cut your pancakes anyway, or whatever bre- you're having. Anyway. Breakfast in bed. Okay, so number three <laughs> was pool. Everyone has to. Then number four was lunch pizza. I can't remember okay. if they had. They might That's have all right. Pizza. Lunch that pizza's was fine. okay. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Number five was uh, indoor mini golf, glow in the glow in the dark mini golf. Oh, so do, you, there, do, you, do you have that? There's only one place in London that has that Fleetway, which is very far from us. Oh. So they, they did go there. Yeah, Fleetway has that, so they did go there. Uh, the next one was bowling, but I think they they all went and did that, and then they decided bowling was probably too. We didn't have time for bowling. Like, this I was see. a jam packed okay. day already. Okay, yeah. A, then they were coming yeah. back home, and it was pool. Everyone has to again, which right. also didn't have time for. And then dinner, <laughs> dinner, and you guys will love this. There was dinner, the keg, chosen by my children. Yeah, they must see the stack of gift cards that you guys have lying around. (laughs) They use them as toys. They figure we could actually use them at a restaurant. The girls love going to the keg, and I have to tell you that we've been to the keg so often recently that it's now no no longer a special outing, and we've gone twice. Like the the most like when we went the other day, they still had the same special as from the time we were there before. (laughs) What was it? Steak. 
No, it was the rack of lamb or something oh, like that. Oh, come on. At the keg? <laughs> yeah. What, who eats the lamb at the keg? Well, not me, but it's like, who's ordering the chicken at the keg? You're there for yeah, steak. That's right. That's right. Anyway, the kids ask to go to, to the keg. I go to KFC for the burger. Yeah, so of all the of all the things on the list, Jeremy and I were like, okay, we can get on board with the keg. Like that's that's good for all of us. It's not cheap. Wow. For I just feel people. like your your poor children are so basic. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know what to say. Well, how many I mean, kids are going to the keg very much? I don't well, know. Well, yeah, but it's just you know they're gonna grow up thinking the keg's okay. You know, when yeah, it's okay. I like there's it. There's so many, many options out there that aren't <laughs> the keg. Well, they haven't been to those. Uh-huh. Unless it's like a chain restaurant. Uh-huh. Like, well, the keg is too. Like Chuck's Roadhouse or something like that. They also, don't that. Isn't that also owned by the keg? It's got to it? be. I don't I know. Don't know. I have no yeah, idea. but it's like half the price, for I goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> or less. Jeez. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> anyway, that was our first day of summer. It was okay. a, I was like, these guys are going to love that the kids mm. asked to go to the keg. Yeah, because yeah. it sounds like it I sucked ass. <laughs> it does sound like it sucked ass. <laughs> no, Terrible. it was a great day, actually. Any day that ends day. at the keg is not necessarily That was awesome. Great. We thought that was great. <laughs> Just ask any employee of the keg. <laughs> <laughs> This is Due to Underwhelming Demand with Dave, Rachel, and Foreman, the Potahawk Piss-Up of podcasts. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about the Potahawk yeah. Piss-Up. It seems like a good idea at first, but when it's over, you're hung over with a rash. So, yes. no just, kidding. Just, you know. Yeah, you've got anyway. some kind of water bacteria. And, and who here. wouldn't want to sponsor this podcast? <laughs> and we do it. The podcast is brought to you today, this podcast, this edition. Yes. By Never Give Up, the book by Jan Everett celebrating its 10th anniversary. Wow. As this podcast is being released, we're going to tell you more about this book if you've never heard of it. Yes. And if you cute. have heard of it, you know uh, how delightful it is. Mm-hmm. And, it is uh, quite delightful. It's and a- it's based on a true story. Okay. So, oh, yes, good. All based right. on a true story. And it's available in English, French, and Ojibwe. Yes, I love it that. is. That oh. is true. Um, uh, but first, uh, it's time for uh, another segment of uh, Dave's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> Dave's Wild Kingdom? Okay. Do we have music for this? <laughs> no, yeah. we should. Okay. Right. Maybe, maybe we'll find we'll, maybe, some. Maybe something will, yeah. <laughs> do, you any, do you have any Dave's Wild Kingdom music, Foreman? <laughs> As a matter of fact, Thank I you. do. All Thanks. right. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, uh, earlier on one of our uh, podcasts, I uh, uh, told you all about Pepe Le, poor Pepe Le Pew. Yes, poor, oh, poor, right, yeah. Poor, 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 passed away Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew in the pool. Yes. That's it. Yeah. He didn't so, last very long, yeah, did he? Yeah, that's the, that's the skunk. Yeah. Uh, but I, um, for some gift reason. That keeps on giving the whole year right. round. Isn't that a good gift? <laughs> he ended up in my pool. Anyway, um, I don't know why this particular year. Now, I've dealt with a little wild kingdom in my backyard. And by the way, I live in suburbia. 
It's not like yeah. I, I'm not, you know, Rachel's worried about finding chickens close to her home. Yeah, how many when roosters she, have you scooped she, out of that pool? She, apparently, they yeah. got rid of the rooster. Yeah. Well, she, Did I tell you, you that? You live outside the city. There's supposed to be well, roosters. Well, I'm in there. a town. Like, yeah. not in the. Like, Why um, did they hear someone was bitching about it on a podcast? Maybe. <laughs> maybe they <laughs> maybe did. Maybe that worked. <laughs> anyway, um, here's, the, here's the thing. Most. Uh, we don't spend. We spend a lot of time outdoors in the summertime. We yeah. have we have a pool, a deck, a little uh, cabana back there, barbecue. You know the normal things in a well, not the normal things. We have a nice. We have a tricked up backyard, <laughs> and we spend. Nice. Yeah, it must be nice. It must be nice. And we uh, we spend a little uh, a little yeah. time out there. But honestly, it's usually I would say when the weather gets warm. So let's say mid May, if we're lucky, mid May. Okay to september and then everybody's like well i'm going back to school or uh holidays are over and nobody wants to be outside anymore and then the pool gets closed and so i think and this is what i suspect anyway that uh there's not a lot a lot going on in my uh, backyard say end of september all the way to the end of april nothing yeah. So other than maybe somebody comes out and turns the barbecue on and does a little barbecuing in the dark mm-hmm. or in the winter or whatever that may be. But uh, for any animals uh, that uh, maybe frequent this area, they know the Collinses don't come out after September 30th. That place <laughs> is ours. We know that we place. can go in this backyard. We can hang Nobody out there. Nobody will bother us. No one will bother us. Right. Yeah. It's, we have free reign. Mm-hmm. We found a way under the deck. We have. Oh, have uh, they? Oh, there's boy. lots of vegetation mm. to snack on. Right, yeah. yeah it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the, the fun comes to an end. It's mid-May, and all of a sudden, humans are back in the backyard. Yes. And, and that's problematic. Yeah. So there's always been bunnies running around this area, but for some reason now, they've uh, found their way under my deck. So I've been investigating ways to get rid of <laughs> Bunnies under the deck. We've got bunnies too under the shed. They live under you? the shed, but we you're, like you're, them. You're potentially boring, Rachel. Can, yeah, I yeah, keep I yawning. I had a terrible sleep last night, and I, you guys think Rachel I yawn. Always, yeah. She I just always do it yawns all the time. In, the, in the middle you of the story. You thought it was just a morning always show thing. It's not. Anyway, it's all so, the time. Uh, so the bunnies are out there, and uh, I've been trying to uh, come up with a solution. I've read, you know, like because I have a wild kingdom, I try to, uh, you know, I read how do how can I, uh, you know, I don't really want to have to fish them out of the pool and inevitably that sometimes happens yeah but i it, don't know how you maybe get so there's many animals way. in your pool like we don't well yeah. sometimes we get birds i don't know nice. anyway so i you know so i read well, how do i get rid of the rabbits so if you can find where they uh, come and go let's say under your deck it says uh, get some laundry detergent uh, you know, a dry laundry, so powdered oh laundry detergent, and <laughs> sprinkle it there, and then it gets on their fur, and it smells, and they hate the smell, and they'll leave. And it should oh, work. Oh, okay. Should they don't work. need it, though. No, no, no. Oh, it I see. should work for other animals as well that might be under your deck. Okay. And that's interesting because uh, along with, and I've had issues with these guys too, along with the, the rabbits, uh, the bunnies, there's at least one mouse in particular that uh. I keep seeing. And uh, to the point where I was actually sitting uh, by my little uh, outdoor bar, just yeah. sitting, I just got finished uh, cutting the grass. How do you and know this is the there. same mouse? Uh, well, I don't know that it is, but I, f- I have a feeling it is. And I'm sitting there having uh, actually uh, ice cold water, just sitting, uh, chilling out after cutting the grass. And... Uh, I spy this mouse, and he's about to run under my feet. Oh and I, my so I literally God. said to him, hey. And he turned and went the other way. 
Like, okay. you know, yeah. it, you know. And yeah. so well, at it, least he listens. So if you ever have an encounter with a most, that works. Yeah, hey. you just tell them to go like, away. Get lost. You should, sure. you should have a discussion with Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. You have to calmly approach them. Um, and then uh, my wife on her way to work one morning came back in. She went said goodbye. I said, see ya. We'll see you later. Ta-ta. All of a sudden, I hear her come back in. And she goes, there's a most in the garage. I said, is it scaring you? <gasps> no, but I don't know what to do about him. Right. And then she, hey? <laughs> no, I said hey to him, and then she said, "Don't scare him." So now, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, good for yeah, her! Don't. I would come into the house and be like, "Jeremy, deal with that immediately." Yes, no, she yes, just, I'm she not going familiar. back out there until you deal with no, that. No, no, she just said, "Well, I think he's in there, but don't scare him." I'm like, okay. "Oh God, I'd be like, hey, scare yeah, the hell out of him and get him out of here." Yeah, but then uh, the door and, between the house and the garage is locked permanently until yep. that thing is out. No, yes, no. until yeah. you, he, Jeremy. So he did leave. She said, "Don't." Like I started to get the broom. She says, "Oh, don't hurt him." I'm like, "Okay, well then, I'm leaving him be." He'll have to find his own way out. Leave the garage door open. He was gone. He was gone when she came home. So okay. it was fine. Uh, they don't want to be around you either. And then she's named the chipmunk in the backyard. She's given him a name. She calls him Roy. Okay. Uh, it's a bad, bad move. Well, yeah. we actually bad named the bunnies in our yard. Yeah, like, don't, well, the girls it, did. I don't want to start giving them names. So now I got. I, I, so let's <laughs> do some math here. So, uh, skunk, uh, bunnies, uh, mice. Yeah. Uh, it's a not chipmunk, a wildlife kingdom. It's just normal outdoor oh, animals yeah. are and in your yard. Now, <laughs> and now the pièce de res- the carte blanche. Oh, the okay. Pièce de résistance. All right. Uh, I'm cutting the lawn. Uh, just two two days ago, three days ago, I'm cutting the lawn, and I'm on my side lawn. And by the way, on my side lawn, I've noticed there's a couple of. Uh, areas where all of a sudden the grass is funny it's just it's not Uh-oh. there is no grass. You got grubs and, and I, so i start uh, i'm going and all of a sudden i see a thing that l- resembles a mouse oh, no. a oh. black about you know i don't know four or five inches long is it black. a rat Oh my God! And uh, and it slithers right away. Away, it's in the grass. It's in the grass. No, and I and I'm like, Mm -mm. son of a. Do you have snakes? (laughs) No, no. What is it? Does it it make a hole? Yes, and tracks. It's a vole. It's a vole. What the hell is a vole? A vole is something you don't want. What is a what's a vole versus a mole? A mole is bigger. Similar. They're similar, but... Uh, Weasel, vole, m- mole, yeah. whatever. A mole, oh, a mole yeah. I did some research on this, too. Uh, moles are meat eaters, so they all go after insects. And okay. voles are vegetarians. Okay. They love your grass. Right. The, the roots of your grass. The, the roots of From your grass. From underneath. Since your so grass they, is the best in the, in the well, neighborhood. I wouldn't go yeah. that far. Anyway, so I, I see this guy, and I'm like, son of a... <laughs> <laughs> So that's right by my hedge. And I think, well, is he living in the hedge? Uh, I don't know. Is he in the hedge? I don't yeah. know where he's. Uh, and then uh, just two days ago, um, while barbecuing and doing something uh, late, later in the afternoon, late, oh, early evening in the backyard, I see another one, or maybe the same one, right mm. by my deck. Oh, and I'm okay. like, yes. <laughs> so so um, how do you get rid of them? Laundry detergent? You Well... Yeah. Now the problem with the laundry detergent one, by the way, that I didn't mention, the powdered laundry, like powdered, mm-hmm. let's say Tide, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't buy that anymore because everybody uses liquid. Right. You got to stick a Tide pod oh. down. The hole. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work. <laughs> really? It's so hard to okay. find powdered detergent. Yeah. Oh, so okay. we haven't really dealt with that yet, and now I've got this. So the balls, interestingly enough, here's what you need to do. You get. You, it would work on Rachel actually. This would work <laughs> on you. 
you get <laughs> to uh, deter me equal parts water equal parts water and dish soap yeah. and what you do is you get hot peppers Hey. And oh, okay. you chop yeah, that up would, hot peppers. Chop that would them deter up, me. You're right. Chop up some hot peppers. Yeah. Put them in a uh, uh, in a container that you uh, like a spray bottle with the water and the soap. Oh. Okay. And then you spray where the both. Apparently they don't like hot peppers. Yeah. yeah. So how well, about that? I'm gonna. I'll let you know. Yeah. That would also deter. You're right. I would stop digging in your grass too. That was. Me. <laughs> I think uh, right. the, the <laughs> fact that there's a bowl out there has already deterred you from even going anywhere near my grass. You know what you should do is spray that mixture all around the holes that the the big bad company comes to dig the evil oh, empire. Oh yeah, I know. Right. See if it deters them. No. from digging in your grass. Yeah, that would be awesome that if that would be, worked. Yeah, I'll bet it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, you know, I've, I've talked about how my father-in-law, Barry, has deterred mice mm-hmm. okay. with a bucket situation. He's had to deal with a number of voles in his time, too. Oh, so if you would like some extreme measures to get rid of them. Okay, I'll... Uh, he's got some. Okay. Last resort. I wouldn't even know what a vole was. Last resort for him. I would, I would scream and run away. Last resort. Well, it won't oh. be a problem after this. <laughs> <laughs> This is due to underwhelming demand, the professional podcast, uh, which is <laughs> with Dave, Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. Is there such a thing? Which this week is brought to you by the book Never Give Up by Jan Everett, which is celebrating its 10th birthday this very uh. week. I happen to know uh, uh, Jan Everett very well. Okay. Um, we, uh, uh, we, we used to be uh, related at one time. <laughs> <laughs> At one How? time. Did you give each other rings of some sort? Yeah. Oh. oh. And then, you know, things go the way they go, but we are still incredibly good friends. Yeah. And uh, Jan uh, married uh, a wonderful guy whose name is John, and uh, John Everett. And John, when he was uh, young, when his parents used to take him to Long Point to a cottage on Long Point mm. when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he used to notice on the causeway, if you know anything about Long Point, and I've been there a number of times now because John and Jan live there. Okay. They have a, a beautiful cottage in Long Point. And uh, if you know anything about the causeway there, uh, it's a very long, uh, I, I'm trying to remember, it's like uh, three and a half kilometers, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, turtles cross that road all the time. All the time. They go from one side of the road to the other, you know, to lay eggs or to swim for the summer. And in the fall, they cross the road to hibernate. Now, it takes a turtle about 11 minutes to cross the road. 11 minutes? Yeah. And in the summer at Long Point, 8,000 cars a day use the road. Yeah, So that gives you a little math on what could happen. So John, when he was a kid, would try to save turtles. And then John and Jan, when they bought their cottage... In Long Point, they uh, had a habit of uh, saving uh, turtles. They liked to do it, and they saved lots of turtles in their time. And so uh, for his birthday uh, 10 years ago, Jan decided to, uh, she had never drawn a picture in her life. She had never illustrated a book. She had never written a book in her life. She decided to write a book based on John saving turtles, and she called it Never Give Up. Cute. And it's all That's about little, little Johnny who saves turtles 
who are trying to cross the road. Aww. And uh, and it's also a metaphor for never giving up on anything. Sure. sure. And yes. so that's the book. Yes. It's called Never Give Up. It's a children's book. It's delightful. You guys have a copy of it. You've read it, yep. Rachel? Yes, it's it's very cute, actually. And I, and I didn't know that now this book is raising money for to help save the turtles because a group of local citizens in, in Long Point has raised two and a half million dollars now mm-hmm. to build tunnels under the Causeway yes, Road. I've seen them. And they have adopted the, this book because it has the same theme. And so now proceeds of the book go towards maintaining these tunnels and uh, and keep on so they can keep on saving the turtles and the turtles will be okay. I also didn't know that turtles are nature's vacuum cleaners. This is what John's told us. Turtles are nature's vacuum cleaners and janitors. They eat the dead vegetation and animal remains and take harmful bacteria out of the water we drink. And 8 million people drink the water out of Lake Erie. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So that's why you should save the turtles, right? Yes. It's very important to save the turtles. That's very cute. Now, uh, uh, you mentioned the proceeds from this book have gone towards maintaining the turtles and all of Mm -hmm, that stuff. mm -hmm. Uh, Jan has sold over 5,000 books worldwide since it was published in 2013 wow. just as a gift it was just done yeah. as a birthday this gift this wasn't intentional to make money right no and it right. was just intended for john for his birthday but then john and jan john sort of took it and ran with it so yeah. now they travel all over this area jan reads the book to the kids and parents and then john gives a demonstration on how to save turtles and safely Aww. get them across the road they love doing it they appear all over the place there's so good at it too mm-hmm. they're um, going to be at the longwoods conservation this summer uh the chatham kent water uh festival this yep. summer as well and it's all free f- to do this presentation which is really great yeah i love it so you can buy the book it's only 9.99 it's very affordable at the south london chapters the locally made marketplace wortley in wortley village sheer creations uh highway 59 port rowan or you can email jan.everett with two t's number four at gmail.com and uh, they'll be happy to get you a copy of never give up which is a great book and by the way uh it's also never give up is also available at uh at uh friends of stores at the pinery mcgregor point rondo uh bon uh bon echo algonquin and point peely national park so it's available all over the place get the book and uh uh and read about turtles and saving turtles, because it's fun. And why you I, should, yeah. I, I didn't know anything about saving turtles no. until I spent enough time with John and Jan, and now I know all kinds of things yeah. about turtles. <laughs> Ten so. years old, this book. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, and thank you uh, for sponsoring. Uh, they, they feel like uh, this is the perfect spot for uh, Never Give Up, because we're the podcast that never gives up. So. Oh, <laughs> Well, yeah, even so. though maybe we should, maybe we should. <laughs> we've been yeah. told that we should. But anyway, uh, it, it's a book, by the way, for all uh, children of all ages. Yes, Never give yeah. up. Thank you for being a sponsor. This is Due to Underwhelming Demand, the podcast foreman. That's kind of like celebrating Canada Day in Halifax. Oh, 
You think it's going to be all fun and games, but really it's just crowds, BO, traffic, fog, rain, and canceled fireworks. <laughs> oh, no. That is our podcast in a nutshell. You are correct. Oh, our whole you, thing. Wow. Yeah, you are fog, correct. rain, BO, canceled fireworks. Yeah. So, wh- what, what a disappointment. Yeah, it was so much fun. The snowbirds couldn't even fly. It was too much fog. Oh. It's just days and days of rain and fog and fog and rain. I did see some of your pictures, and I was like, that doesn't look like a very nice day. No, we even took, like, you know, like, like London will do it like oh the buses are free for certain holidays and things so we sure. took yes. the ferry to you know the best thing about the ferry is kind of like being in Windsor you get a great view of Detroit right sure yeah so when you take the ferry <laughs> to Dartmouth you get a beautiful view of downtown Halifax right yeah. except on Canada Day where it's just pure fog <laughs> you, you couldn't even see, see other boat you couldn't see the other par- ferry passing back and oh. forth it was just thick soupy fog really it's awful delightful yeah, yeah. So why is that the day where we got big, big, huge honking crowds and that sticky, wet, disgusting weather and everyone decides apparently not to wear deodorant? (laughs) Was it hot? Like, was it humid? Wait a second. Everyone? Well, enough people to to make you think everywhere you went, like, good grief. (laughs) We need, you know, when people start handing out free junk, free flags and things, not that a flag is junk, but, you know, there's always free free stuff stuff. getting handed out at any Mm -hmm. Canada Day celebration. Absolutely. Someone needs to come out here with a little travel size deodorants and force people to put it on, like apply and reapply, (laughs) just like sunscreen. Wow. Just keep applying. Did you, did maybe. It smelled that bad, like everywhere you walked. And you're on the water, so it's breezy. There is a case now. Just last week, CNN has a whole editorial saying the title is, Do You Really Need Deodorant? Wow. Really? Why? Well, well. Mm -hmm. Yes, you should wear it. I mean, back in the day, like medieval times, they didn't really wear that. They didn't bathe. I don't know how they could stand each other. How do you know all this, Rachel? Well, I just—I <laughs> don't know. It's just his- history. People didn't bathe very often, and they didn't—certainly well, certainly didn't have deodorant. Well, you're right. I mean, because it says, despite the commonly accepted reasons why people wear deodorant, natural body odor isn't necessarily considered unpleasant by everyone. You would beg to differ. I would beg to differ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ahead of his return from a military campaign, Napoleon is said to have written to his wife that he would be home in three days and that she should not wash herself before then. Okay, well, now we're getting into a very gray area. I don't need to, I don't need to smell that. I don't, to, love doesn't smell for me. Well, I don't think I. It doesn't, Rachel. Maybe that maybe they had different societal norms back then. I guess they must have, right? Mm-hmm. Because isn't that why, like, history tells us that this is why brides carried flower bouquets because to mask their smells or they something stu- like that? You mean they stunk when they walked down mm-hmm. the aisle? I think so, yeah. I'm sure George Washington's face full of wooden teeth didn't smell that great either. Wooden teeth? Oh, <laughs> right. boy. <laughs> and yeah. now they're saying, you know, some people are choosing maybe to go without deodorant. And one of these dermatologist experts says, mm-hmm. you know, if you stop wearing deodorant or antiperspirant, mm-hmm. you can actually develop a stronger odor over time. Mm. So it's not I like your you body do. acclimatizes to not Just wearing it. Worse. And even it actually gets worse. Right. That's not that's not I, good. Case in point, standing in the ferry terminal in Halifax on Canada Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 
Like yeah, you just can't breathe in these crowds. Oh, that sounds terrible. So even that's outdoors, you can't just breathe. Just be like a couple people, and it's yeah. so bad, right? Like, really, couldn't have been everybody. Was everybody sweating because it was so hot? Like, it was well, you really had hot rounds here. of it because it was so foggy and wet that you were you had rounds of sweating and rounds of being freezing cold, right? And hot and, and cold then at the just, same time. Yeah, Whoa. it was just a it's a sure. weird weird weather. But who like if I can maybe. you can smell that yourself. It's like, you know, when it's bad enough, oh, if I can smell myself, it must be really bad. Yeah. Maybe like stop yes. into a convenience store yes. and reapply. Yes. yes. I don't understand how well, people like, can knowingly go about smell, public like that. I don't think you smell yourself if you're like, like you're right on the boardwalk there. You're on the water. Like I've, I've been there. I know where you are. Yeah. So it's kind of breezy a little bit. Yes. Right. It wouldn't. You're not like sitting in your smells own. Smells like fish. You're outside. That's what yeah. I know. Yeah. Turns out it smells like people. Maybe they maybe they smell. <laughs> if the it's fish overpowering than... the fish, then that's that's <laughs> yeah, then serious. That's, bad. that's serious. Listen, I you know there, that there, should be your next be. radio With, promo. You just get a sure. whole bunch of little deodorant yes. sticks. And yeah. you hand those Slap out. a logo on Slap them. Slap a logo on do. it. That's there what you go. I, That's I could what never understand what we were thinking when we, remember we would do uh, Rock the Park and we would have meetings about what are we going to do? Uh, what do we want to do when we're down there? Uh, yeah. it, uh, do we want to hand out hats? Do we want to mm-hmm. hand out that? Why didn't we hand out deodorant? We should have. Because goodness. that was, every time we did Rock the Park, it was yeah. blistering hot. Yes. yes. And yes. it was, it, and it either thunderstormed or it was just overwhelmingly hot. And we should have done that. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, and, uh, and to everybody be honest, smelled smashed together at the front of the stage and yeah sure it's terrible. exactly no yeah. this is why you know like i i hear what you're saying for me to me uh, and i'm sure that there's you could come up with a uh, with an excuse to not put deodorant on i suppose like oh i, I can't reach or i can't do but honestly it's so um uh easy to put on deodorant mm-hmm. <laughs> yes you know what i'm saying yeah like there there appears to be a, a level of uh, i can understand where maybe you don't want to shower today because it takes a little longer it, right. it's a, takes a little bit of time to shower or whatever and you don't have time but if you don't have time to put on deodorant if you don't think, shower you certainly need deodorant. a little more reason to slap some more on deodorant well, that's what is I different do. than antiperspirant you need the antiperspirant so you, that you don't smell although there's a lot of people now going to natural deodorant because they don't like the aluminum in the deodorant uh-huh. so they're using natural deodorant okay. and i'm skeptical as to if that even works i don't know mm-hmm. what that means a natural and deodorant. as far as i know there's a lot of hippies in halifax Yes, there. how do you know <laughs> i think so i think they're just there's a lot of hippie people so it, i think they'd be into that natural stuff uh, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know. A lot is of it, hippies in the house. Is there a lot of hippies? That, I, he lives there. You, you, for, you live there. Uh, I wouldn't are there? say the ratio's any more or less than London, to oh, be really? honest. Okay. Yeah. Well, but Rachel seems my to perception this. when I was there several times. Yeah. I was mm. look. I I've been to Halifax twice. And I don't recall seeing any hippies at no, all. No, usually it's because I, I was with my sister and she's kind of a hip, hippie. Uh, like she's into that, a lot okay. of natural things, oh, which so, is fine. And, you I, know, lots of people are and you don't have to be a hippie for that. But I just that so maybe she would take me to those places. And that's oh, maybe they hang out in. It, they they, they hang out in groups. See, no wonder Foreman's not. So maybe a lot of them the, are on natural Foreman's deodorant, not a yeah. and it didn't okay. really work. Okay. Ugh, or maybe. it's not powerful enough for a day like that. It's not powerful enough. <laughs> well, it could have been worse, uh, Foreman. Uh, your day could have ended at the keg. So <laughs> that would have been a great day. No, we're always everybody that. wears deodorant yeah. at the keg. Let not me tell ne- you that. Not necessarily. They sure do. Not necessarily.
This is Due to Underwhelming Demand, the podcast, which, by the way, has been brought to you this episode by the book Never Give Up by Jan Everett. It's uh, the 10th anniversary of the book, and uh, it's a great little story. You've read it, uh, Rachel. You yeah, like the book. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Book's available, by the way, for $9.99, and portions of uh, the proceeds from the book go to uh, preserving the, the uh, habitat. Yeah, the tunnels yeah. for uh, turtles in Long Point. To get under the causeway so they don't go over and get, you know. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what it's all about. Right. This yeah. is all, it's based on a true story of, uh, and by the way, John and Jan, John Everett and, and Jan, who wrote the book, save roughly, I don't know. It's like says, 40 to 50 40 turtles to 50, a year. A year. For 20 yeah, years. For 20, for I also 20 didn't know why you should save turtles. I mean, it's nice. But they apparently eat all the dead, uh, like, vegetation and animals and stuff like that. They keep the waters clean like Erie, in Lake Erie. And a it's lot of people important. drink the water from Lake Erie, which is How, processed and filtered. Rachel out. really needs her arm twisted to bother wanting to save a turtle, as I it know, turns out. I know, as it turns out. <laughs> yes. And this is the book it. to do it. This is the book. You Twist read some arms. I always wonder why. Why you would you, you know, what's you what, why is that them. so important? Yeah. And, and, uh, and, Rachel, uh, who cares about turtles? Well, I just, I wouldn't even look. I wouldn't, but now I no, will I if I, when do. I go to Long Point because yes. we do go. Thank yeah. you for sponsoring our podcast. We appreciate it. We certainly do. Uh, and we love to hear from you. So uh, if you uh, do listen to the podcast, make sure you email us. Yeah, we love to get your emails. You can email us just to, just to say hi, just to give us any feedback, your sure. thoughts on an episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can email us to sponsor if, you, if you're interested in that. We'll send you some prices. We have uh, various price tiers for every budget. Mm-hmm. And our email is Dave Rachel. Foreman at gmail.com. There's no E in Foreman. Dave okay. Rachel Foreman at gmail.com. If you or, love turtles, yeah. uh, certainly email and uh, tell uh, Rachel off. I mean, I would. <laughs> yes. I would. I would. Give her more reasons to save a turtle. Exactly. You know what? I had pet turtles when I was a kid. Did you? One, and my sister had one, so mm, we had two. Keyword being had, apparently. Had is the thing. Yeah, yeah don't, that's too bad. Don't that's clean the really, cage in the grass. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, <laughs> has anybody <laughs> reached out to us this week for Yes, because you can always send us a DM or comment or on anything we put on social media, too. And you were just talking about uh, how your girls had a, what a wonderful celebration for the last day of school. Yes, yeah. Uh, Graham uh, said that his little guy finished kindergarten for the, oh. uh, this year. Uh, and then wondering about, you know, what's coming up this summer. I'm sure Foreman has his kids signed up for horseback riding camp this summer. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you know that's going to happen. Foreman's wife owned a horse while you were married, did she? Two! Not? Two horses. Really? Do your girls do horseback riding? No! They don't? <laughs> you both are into horses. Are we? Yes. <laughs> the horse just. Well, Ashley is. I know that. Well, speaking of things we're into, Dave loves not only working, but making public appearances. And you guys did just that. Yes, we yes, did. Yes, we did. And it turns out the only person who loves working public appearances more than Dave is Jana Collins. Yes. Oh, who yes. commented on a picture yeah. of you guys at, uh, yes, at a furniture did. thing saying <laughs> he looks so happy when he's working. Yeah, he was happy. <laughs> Yeah, that was the lovely people at At Work Furniture, Lovers at Work Furniture. If you are, if you live time. in London, you know them, but there's At Work Furniture in various places around uh, Ontario, well, 
kind of Toronto and, and down. Um, and Rodney Lover asked us to come and MC their 40th anniversary. So we, we were did. we were kind of we were part of the MCs. We were part of the, uh, part, of the program. part of the program, and uh, there was uh, craft beer and food, and it was it oh, was, it was great, a really great it was a event. Good party. Good you know party. what I noticed being there is that, like everyone is so happy to be here and work here. Like what yeah. a great place. Like the whole vibe was like. Just very positive and kind. And you could tell they treat their staff really well. And the staff love being there. And people have come back and they've been there for decades. And like, it's a great place Mm. to work. I'll have to take your word for it. I guess in lieu of an invitation to said event, yeah, I that's could right. Use you, you didn't get your office chair. You know what else about the? Well, they're, it's, that's all where everybody the, gets their office furniture. All of the people mm-hmm. that work there love turtles too, which is you know interesting. Except me, apparently. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah it was the odd yeah. person. Well, I guess. somebody did bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> Last message we have is from Shannon, who sent us a DM on Instagram. I just found your podcast, and I am so happy. I truly missed hearing you all on the radio together for the last almost a year, and I no longer listen to that sad radio station morning show (laughs) because I just can't handle it. Oh, oh they're, they're, they're good. Hey, they're, look, they're doing a good I, job. I don't know. I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't have I to listen, listen sometimes, so I and I, I they're listen. great. They're doing a good job. Good. Uh, yeah. Shannon so. goes on to say, also, Dave, uh, that you will not remember me, but my mom used to work at the HSBC Bank downtown way back when you worked with Jackie on I don't know what radio station it was because it played music that my mom liked when I was like 10 years old. Uh (laughs) So I didn't pay attention, but I have honestly listened to you on the radio since I was about 10 years old and I still listen to you and I'm 38 years old. Okay. So it's just awesome that you and Rachel and Foreman started this podcast. It truly brings me joy to hear your voice. Oh, thank you so much. That's so nice. I am old and frail. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for uh, bringing that up. I also listened to Dave when I was 10 years old. Okay. Uh, nearly 30 years. <laughs> yes, it is for me. Uh, we have oh, we have a question from Trudy, and this was for Dave, because oh, I know Dave oh. doesn't check the messages. Okay. I didn't, uh, she I says, didn't. this is for Dave, talking about Charlotte taking uh, her G1 on her birthday and being there at 7 a.m. when they opened. Mm-hmm. Was there any trouble getting her out of bed that morning? Uh, no, <laughs> as a matter of fact. She was ready to go. She was, mm-hmm. yes. There was no trouble. Now, keep in mind, it's very close to Christmas, and I think yeah. we had a. I think we celebrated with a little birthday party the the Sunday before. So, because I think it was a Monday, I believe Monday or a Tuesday. I can't remember. So, I think we'd had a little party, but she still was up. Yeah, no trouble she at all. She was up and ready to go. Re- yeah, she had to be up early that day, really early. Yes, uh, but she was to get yeah, down there. I didn't have any trouble getting her up that day. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah, she also Trudy's catching up on episodes. It's clearly uh, she says this week. Omg, I just listened to your episode about TV shows, and my fiance still watches Survivor religiously. Every episode of every country that has Survivor, oh, wow. and you are correct. It's not someone who listened to podcasts, but he is still in his thirties. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> 